Welcome to the 200% Life Podcast with Adam Hergenrother and Caitlin Frotland, where we bring you weekly insights into spiritual growth and business success. Hey, everybody. You know, we're super excited today to kind of talk about the last episode of the Spirituality 101. Don't get me wrong. It's not the last episode of 200% Life. Um, I enjoy doing these probably more than you enjoy listening to them. Um, it's actually a lot of self-therapy for me, um, which is why I love doing this and, and having people on ask questions. It helps bring awareness and clarity to my life. And hopefully it's doing the same thing for you. You know, when you're on a journey, um, you know, you, you want to be uh, listening, specifically the, the spiritual journey where you can't really put metrics to it, right? You can't put KPIs to it necessarily. It becomes very difficult to track, to think that you are actually improving on your spiritual journey in itself. Uh, so this is why, and it's, it's so like a theoric, like it's, it's, it's there and it's gone. And like, and, and it gets so confusing because then you have these voices in your head and the mind and all these emotions showing up. And it's like, what's right, what's wrong. Is this the mind? Is this the ego? Is this my, you know, the spiritual heart and, you know, all these things kind of take shape. And that's why doing this spirituality one-on-one session, uh, one-on-one series, uh, has been really important for us. We're going to end the spirituality one-on-one series today. Um, doing like, what does it really mean to surrender? Like, what does it actually look like? You know, we started, we started full circle in terms of what does it look like from spirituality 101 of just like, what does outer and inner surrender mean and how we can do a deep dive into the experience of our own journey uh, of what it is. The thing that I want to make a point of here is actually was just doing a podcast with somebody else and they asked a really deep question, but spirituality is, is, can be very ordinary. It's not about having a separate spiritual life. It's not about having a, spe- a, a special like place that you go to be spiritual, right? Or to have personal growth. Again, whatever word makes sense. I use the word spirituality because I think a lot of people understand that. And to me, that just means like an inner experience, an inner experience that you're having. You're feeling your inner experience. Again, so I use that as the definition of spirituality. But it's not about not uh, or going someplace or chasing after something. It's first about understanding what is the most important thing for you. I think this becomes the most important question is what is the most important to you? And it's kind of a range of answers. There's no right or wrong. But what I think about this is in my life, the most important thing to me is my inner experience, the peace, the well-being. And then of course, why that is important is because I believe that's why we're here. And again, to continue to evolve, but it also makes you a better human being. It makes you a better father. It makes you a better business leader. It makes you be able to make better decisions. It gives you clarity. It makes things undisguised. So that's why the, the deep work is so important because it's not about being able to meditate or levitate in a chair or be a healer or <laughs> any of those other things. If they happen to come that way, then they happen to come that way for you. But the deep spiritual work is about doing the work as you we've, we got dropped down on this planet and we leave in a very quick few minutes and we don't even know where we're going. So why are we here? And again, it's not about... Uh, building something. That's not the purpose of why you're here. Leaving a legacy. Because at some point, 500 years from now, they're going to go, remember those Americans? Just like we've done with every other society that's ever lived, right? It was just in, in, of course, when you're in it, you think your society will end forever, but history has shown us that not to be true over a couple hundred thousand years, by the way. So um, again, that'll, that'll happen to 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 move on there. So again, we think about this in the Spirituality 101 series here. It's, what does it really mean to surrender? Like, how do I know I'm actually surrendering? And let's just start from the beginning. If there, if there's something happens and you have a disturbance and, and, and I think we, we 
we really talk about this in, in detail in 200% life book. Um, but when you, well, disturbance is again, something that changes your inner state. So you feel your energy shifting. It shifts from I'm okay to I'm no longer okay. I'm like this morning, by the way, as an example, I was on a phone call with somebody and they started sharing some feedback and I instantly felt my energy shift. <laughs> I felt it shift from, I was totally okay to this doesn't feel so good. Right. And it's just, that's just part of the process of being a human. It's something got hit inside, stimulated why I didn't like that feedback, but you don't respond from that. So again, so let me get into the choices that you have, but that's what it means. Like, again, you get an email, you're fine. You open your inbox, you see an email you don't like, boom, you're no longer feeling good inwardly. That's spirituality. That is the deep work because you recognize now that my inner experience is tied or tethered to the outer experience. The whole purpose of spirituality is to untether that so that the outside can do what the outside does and you're not affected. Or if you are, you're only affected while the experience is actually happening. Again, so if somebody's yelling at you, you may be experiencing that, but the minute they're gone, they're gone. If it's not happening outside, currently it's not happening inside. I'll go back to my case that I had from this morning. But so again, so I just want to be clear on what a disturbance is. You're fine and it's gone. By the way, it's also the other side. It's everyone has had anger in their life. Everyone has had jealousy in their life or irritation or frustration. And that has also all gone away, hasn't it? You may be very angry with your partner and you you say things you don't want to say there. The next hour, days later, whatever it is for you, you come back and you go, I'm so sorry I said that. I wasn't really myself. And of course you weren't yourself. You got lost in the disturbance. That's what I mean by disturbance. So it's just everybody goes to that. You don't have to be spiritual to understand that there's shifts of energy that are going on there. We just have bought into the fact that the reason why our energy gets shifted is because of the outside world. And I'd argue that spirituality says that that's not actually the case. It's a false perception that that's actually real. Because it, I agree with you that right now, that is what happens. And it's because you've tethered yourself. But spirituality says is you can untether yourself from that world so that the world can do its dance and do its thing. And you can enjoy the dance of it. Doesn't mean it'll unfold the way you want it to. Doesn't mean there won't be challenges. It doesn't mean there's not going to be things you, you don't have to deal with or act upon. Of course, you're going to have to. That's part of being in the world, but not of it right? I mean, people have been saying that for a long period of time, be in this world, but not of it. And that's what it means. It means I can be in the world. I can play with it. And I may be hit with the experiences and I'm going to, my energy is going to go up and down, but it's not going to be tethered to it in that way, in the same way. So again, so you get the point. Number one here is you get hit with a disturbance emails. People yell at you. Something goes wrong. You realize that the big deal you had blows up something. Okay. So now you have a couple choices. Number one is you can suppress it which is basically what you mean by suppression is the energy started to get lit up. It changed, doesn't feel good. And so it's like you have hands in there that then ultimately you just start pushing down the energy that's trying to come up and because it doesn't feel good. Remember you stored it. So it doesn't feel good. I mean, it's, that's all some scars. Also, we did a whole podcast episode of some scars. It's also very detailed in the 200% life book. Uh, we go into great detail on that. So anyways, you push these hands down, you have these hands inside that start suppressing it. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to be able to hear it, but it's still in there. So that's what most of us do. And we have so much suppressed stuff in there. We don't even know it exists. That's why something can happen in the outside world. And you go, why did I get bothered by that? <laughs> like, why did that's, that's one of the first questions you start to ask yourself on your journey, which is why did that just bother me? 
And that's because you realize you have all this stored stuff in there that's suppressed. So the first thing you do is you can suppress it. But remember, you don't actually deal with it. You just move it down. So it's always there again. So it's always an issue, right? You can suppress it. You know, example of this would be, it's like, has anybody ever told a lie before? And I get it. Probably most of you haven't, but I certainly have specifically early on in my life. Um, I used to use lying as a way of trying to be somebody that I was not particularly in middle school um, and early into high school. And the thing I remember about anytime you told a lie, it was got you out of it for the moment. But guess what? Then you're doing like you spend all this energy trying to make sure that the lie stays consistent, that everyone stays the same. What did you say to that person? Did I, is it, what's the truth? And you, then all of a sudden you just buy into this reality that you can even buy into the lie. So you end up taking all of this energy over this one simple lie that you said, and you, and you literally have to tend to it the entire time, which is when you suppress things, you'll tend to it the rest of your life or for many lives. So that's number one, you can suppress it. And by the way, it does does work. It does get you out of that moment, just like a lie does. But ultimately, I think we all agree that lying in the moment to get out of that isn't the best course of action. Now, the only thing I'll say on suppression is there may have to be times where you have to use it, but I want you to use it consciously. I don't even like talking about it, but you can use it at times. I have two. So maybe this could an example. This could be maybe you're in with your boss or somebody and they're not as awake as you. They're not as focused in spirituality as you but they start lying into you and you want to punch them in the face, right? <laughs> whatever it is that you want to do. You may have to be mature and suppress it, suppress it at that moment. So you can get through that situation. But what I want you to do is be conscious that you're doing it. And the minute you get outside of that, try to release it, try to release it. Right. Um, that's the, the next thing. And we'll, we'll get to how you do that, but just, there may be times that you have to do that. Just like, honestly, there's probably times where you have to tell a little lie so that it doesn't hurt somebody's feelings, different things. I'm not saying you need to, I'm just, trying to keep the example kind of similar, but then of course you'd want to, you know, fix it and make sure it's authentic for what you're doing there. So again, the other, the other thing that you can do when you get hit or disturbed, the second piece would be expression, which is where we, a lot of us find ourselves into, which is the energy shows up and I express myself. This is a classic example of, I get an email, pisses me off. I write another email to express how I feel and why I'm right and how they're wrong and how they're terrible. And here's how great I am. That's right. Isn't that what we do? That's the expression piece. Or you're in an argument and somebody tells you that you're wrong and you start laying into them as to why you're right or whatever the expression of the emotion is. You get really angry and you punch somebody. That's an expression. You get really angry and you flip somebody off or yell at them for cutting you off in front of their car. You yell at a teammate, whatever. Again, that's the expression of what it is. Either way, the energy becomes you and you express yourself um, at that point, right? It, it, it'll feel better at some point after that gets through because the energy expressed itself, but you're, you're, you're now polluting the world, right? You would express yourself that way. No good. If you want to use the word karma is going to come from that. Cause it's just, it's just, you're expressing yourself that way. The third option and the highest option is surrender. Uh, and surrender is not passive. It's not about being walked on. It's not about saying yes to everything. Surrender is completely different. Surrender is, is letting go of the part of you that can't handle the situation so that you can actually handle the situation. I like to think of it in this formula, which is R, R, and A, relax, release, and act. You know, Michael Singer teaches to relax and release a lot. I like to use the word A in there too, which is relax, release, and then act. Because I think that is the best form, at least that's how I've put it in my mind, what surrender is. Surrender is the email comes in, it bothers you, you don't suppress it. 
You don't express it, but you allow the energy of the event to make its way through you. Once it's through you, you then act. You either delete the email, you respond to the email with clarity, or whatever it is that you need to do to take care of the situation. Your kids are acting up. I like to think of it this way. If you are a doctor and you can't handle the sight of blood, you're no good to the situation. If you are a business leader or a leader or an employee and you can't handle the frustration of the situation, you're no good as an employer or leader. If you're a parent and you can't handle the fact that your kid's yelling, you're no good to the situation to help it. You're just not helping it. You're polluting it by expressing and yelling, any of those things. So it doesn't, so this is why spirituality is not about a part of your life you do it. It's about every part of it. This is what, this is what it is. It's every part of your life. You bring this into it. So as things show up that you can't handle, you learn how to surrender to that event, that energy disturbance. So the energy can make its way through you, albeit very painfully, by the way. It makes its way through you. As it makes its way through you, you then, all of a sudden, you just feel this more lightness. And, and the way I kind of equate it to is like, how do you know when you fell asleep? We don't really, can't really pinpoint it. It's the same thing on a release. Like when you're, when you're surrendering, it's like, it's not, it's not happening, Adam. It's still in here. I still feel this. Still feel this energy. I don't like it. At some point, if you keep relaxing, releasing on that, you'll then eventually be able to act with clarity because it'll just be gone and you realize, huh, okay, that's good. Now I'm, I'm back to a reasonable standpoint and now I can act and handle the situation in front of me, whatever that is. Okay. So what surrendering to energy, what is it not, by the way? It's not saying I'm letting go, but still thinking about it. That is not surrender. That is some form of suppression and maybe a little form of positive affirmation through expression, but it's not surrender. It's like, if you're, if you're saying, I'm letting it go, I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's a suppression. If you're, if you're truly let it go, you just don't talk about it. You don't have to announce that you don't talk about it. You just don't talk about it. So I'm letting go and you just let the situation go. That's what you do. Um, but it's not, I'm letting it go and then still thinking about it. And you see this case a lot with people that have been divorced, right? Or maybe past colleagues that you have or your high school reunion that you show up to. You think you've passed it, but all of a sudden when you see the person that stole your girlfriend or boyfriend or took your position as starting quarterback or whatever it is, it shows up, right? Doesn't it? That energy still shows up. Or it's like you get divorced, but so you're, you're physically no longer with an individual or mechanically with an individual, but you find out they're going to a party. Do you get hit? Is your energy shifted? You find out they're dating somebody else. Does your energy shift? So you really haven't let it go. So now what you're doing is you're now trying to protect yourself by removing or suppressing so you don't see that person or hear that person or be around that person, whatever it is. It doesn't mean it's going to happen in one day, but that's that's not what surrender is. Surrender is not saying I'm gonna I'm, I'm fine with my ex or whatever it is, and then still being disturbed by it. When you can really surrender to it, you'll no longer be disturbed by it because it just doesn't bother you. We'll talk about that in a second. Or like I'm taking the high road, right? Like it's like, oh, you know, fine. You can say what you want. I'm taking the high road. That is an ego stance, um, one that we love to use from a spirituality standpoint, which is like a spiritual bypass, which is I am going to relax and release through this, but not really doing the work, which is I'm going to take the high road, right? It's kind of like that mental positioning that you take. It's still a form of suppression and expression, by the way of doing the expression of saying the words and suppressing that you keep pushing it away, making it falsely believe that you've taken the high road. You really haven't, right? What is surrendering? What, what, what surrendering to energy is not continued, right? Which is trying to become a more calm, peaceful, or spiritual person, creating that spiritual ego. 
it's not about trying to create anything. It's about not about chasing after anything. It's actually about calling the chase off. It's about not trying to be calm because that's just a mental positioning that you're taking up, a mental thought, a belief. You're trying to be more calm or peaceful or a spiritual person or look at me, right? Whatever it is, it's you actually do the work to be more calm, to become peaceful. It's not an expression of thought. It's a behavior. It's a knowing. It's an experience. Even the best teachers in the world can only bring you so far. You can buy into the concept of what they're teaching you. But at any point in time, you buy into that concept of thinking that it's reality. You've just bought the menu thinking it's the meal. You now have bought into the fact that I read a description of the burger and the fries, and that's what you thought you eat, which people are addicted, by the way, to the menu. They're addicted to the pointer. They're addicted to the teacher. It doesn't even matter what teacher it is. You're addicted to them instead of doing the work. It's wonderful that they're there. They're wonderful that they're pointers, but you have to do the work for yourself. Trying to change or relax the energy itself. That's like the example, by the way, of like you take a, a clear pond and the ripple from a leaf or a rock into the pond is your energy disturbance. It's like, I'm going to go handle that myself. And you jump in the pond and try to smooth it out. That's you trying to fight with the energy. That becomes a problem. That's when anger shows up and you go, you jump in there with your, with your mind and start, the mind starts telling you why you're so much better than this person, how they're terrible and what you're going to do and how you're going to go build this business just to prove to them how amazing you are. And it's all about this one person. You take all this energy and you put it towards one event that happened that you got to prove to them how much better you are. Well, that again, that is not the way to approach the world because then you'll, you'll sure you may get it and get there and become a billionaire or whatever it is. And you wake up one day and you realize I didn't work, <laughs> spent all that time, this energy, wasted energy doing these things all for what? Because I couldn't handle a disturbance because I tried to go fight with the energy and the energy now told me to go build a better business so I can be better and more successful than this person in spite of what they are. Sure. Again, you may succeed. I have no doubt in that. That's part of the issue right now in our world is that people are using business or success as a way to try to try to make themselves feel better and achieve this level. And there's nothing wrong with building a business. You already know that. I talk about this all the time. It's not about that, but it's, if you build it for that reason, that'll be a problem. It's not that you won't be successful. You can have your money. You can have all that stuff, but just take a look around. How many people are so wealthy, right? So wealthy and miserable. And you probably know them. I don't, you don't have to be billionaires. I've hung out with many of billionaires and hung out with many of the people that are not billionaires, that are ordinary individuals that are make. $40,000, $30,000 a year. And they're the most glorious people. And it's not even the dollar amount, by the way. I'm just trying to show you that they're wonderful human beings and they love what they're doing. They love being able to go coach soccer. They love being able to work long hours and only make 30 or 40,000. They just, they're just enjoying what they're doing. Again, it's not about what you do. It's the part of you that's doing it. So again, trying to change or relax the energy itself becomes a problem. So just don't go fight with it because it'll just take you down a rabbit hole that you get tied to and glued to and it'll take you down a far path and who knows how many years before you get out of that? You know, as a, just an example of this, I, uh, I, I got, um, I think I was sharing earlier, I got a phone call from somebody and they're sharing some feedback and instantly my energy shifted. And right away, I wanted to call this other person and tell them how terrible of a person they were basically. And then say it like that. And then I'm like, well, that's not really the right way to do. It. I can relax that. And then it then instantly it tried to grab me again by saying, oh, just go build your business and then show this person how badass you are by going to create the best business ever and how ever they would want to leave that or whatever it was, right? 
And it's just all just, again, if you listen to that, watch the process, it's just, it's a, it's a energy that's there and it wants to grab you. And it's so easy to go on and attempt that. And it'll feel good by the way of going, now I'm going to go build this. I'm going to go energize from this, but it's a false sense. It's just a false energy. So ultimately, again, um, you just have to, for me anyways, it was just a quick, oh, I recognize the process. You surrender and just allow the energy to work its way through you, allow it to push out whatever it needs to. You remove that part, show up and act whenever you can do that way. Okay. So what is surrendering to energy, by the way? I think I just kind of gave you that example, but it's really relaxing your body. It's dropping your shoulders. It's relaxing around the discomfort, right? It's around the discomfort. It's not relaxing the discomfort itself. That is a big mistake people make as they try to relax the anger. Anger's nature is to be angry. It'd be like going to a wolf and trying to tell it it becomes a vegetarian. It wouldn't do that. It just, its nature is to eat meat. Anger's nature is to be angry. So don't, don't try to pretend that it's love, right? This transmutation of things, that's a separate conversation. But if you go and try to literally tame the energy, you'll just, you'll end up caught in it. So don't, just, please don't do that. But you relax your body, you relax around the discomfort, allowing discomfort its own space. You allow it to be its space. You allow it to come up through. By the way, you may notice it first in your gut, your heart, your throat. It may show up. By the way, nobody have ever said, where do you feel the disturbance? Nobody's ever pointed to their foot. <laughs> By the way, and I said, where are your thoughts? Nobody's ever pointed to a shoulder. It's, so we already know, you're already so much more beyond spiritual than you think you are or aware of what's happening than you think you are. It's just putting some models to this so you can actually do the work. But for me, a, a true release, by the way, a true release is it shows up typically in my gut and it starts to build up there and I can feel it building. And I take every opportunity that shows up there to really get this out of there. So you sit there and allow the release to move and you may feel it moving through your body. It may, it may it literally will feel it and it gets more painful and more painful. This may take hours or days or minutes, depending on how long and how big this release is. So the release is coming up and you can feel it moving through your physical body. There has been people that have gotten sick during these phases that have thrown up. One of my mentors throw, threw up for the first six months releasing this stress that's in their body or some scars, whatever you kind of want to refer to that is. Again, so it's like you just, you. I know it sounds kind of odd, but if, you, if you've ever had a true release, that's what I mean. Like you've literally let the, the energy make its way through you. It starts painful. It becomes more painful and really painful right as it gets to the epic center of what it is. And then it moves through you and then it's gone forever. That is the beauty about releases, by the way, is once they've gone, they're gone forever. You don't have to worry about them anymore. You don't judge the feelings that you're having, whether it's good or bad. If it may switch to anger, irritation at some point though, what will happen is you will, this, this energy release and there'll just be this lightness. It'll like, it's like transmuting the energy right there and just becomes this, this higher sense of peace that's, that's behind it, that you just keep releasing. That's becomes your, your energy there. So again, you don't judge feelings. Feelings are not good nor bad. They're just showing up their energy. There's energy passing through, let it pass through. It just happened to hit something within you that's, that, that is showing you where you can do your work. So let it pass through. At this point, it's really good to just remember to return to your awareness, your breath, your mantra, affirmation, whatever it is, it's just your practice. I think one of the fastest ways to do this is just become aware of your hand, become aware of your foot. Because I mean, I mean the inner, the presence of your hand, like, is it possible to be in this world and present of your hand? Yes, you can. And then what about your other hand? 
And so you do this kind of like little body meditation. Just if you're really hit, just try to practice that. And then it'll, then the energy will show up again. You go like, oh, this hurts more. This hurts more. And then you just, again, you just do the same thing or go to your breath. That's one of the most coolest things about breath is the breath is the one part of your body that allows you to control it. But then if you're not controlling it, we'll do it on its own. It's almost like, ah, you're good sometimes, but other times I need to take control. Right. So it's that, that's why if you were just to hold your breath, you would pass out, your body would pass you out and then start breathing on its own. So it's either can be voluntary or involuntary, which is the gift of being able to have breath, but that's the gateway into a lot of this is an alignment. So when you're, when you're releasing and surrendering, you can do this deep, you can deep breath or just go to your breath. You can also use a mantra. One of the mantras I love, by the way, when these, when these deeper energies show up, which is I can handle this. I can handle this. I can handle this. I can certainly handle this because what is the alternative that you can't? So again, this is, this is what starts to do the pain that you will experience is what's referred to as the pain that ends all pain. And it's worth it. It's the pain that ends all pain. Because as the pain releases, it starts to really transmute this energy. It really starts to transmute this energy. So that the pain that used to be there is now felt with peace and joy and enthusiasm to get up and work and serve, do any things that you want to do. So how do you kind of measure some of these things, right? As you start, as energy starts to transmute, I said, I'd cover this because I always want to, it's hard to measure the KPIs or the, or the, 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 how your spiritual progress or your personal growth progress is actually going. So a couple of things to think about this is when you're really doing a good job at surrendering, um, at relax, releasing and acting is the world will start unfolding in a different way for you. It'll become easier in a certain way, harder in other ways, by the way, but like part of the outer world may just start to unfold differently for you and things just kind of show up. All of a sudden there's a parking spot right there where you need it. All of a sudden the person that you, you know, that, that just quit, the, another person shows up and they're a better fit for your organization. All of a sudden things like that just start showing up the more you can do it. That's part of being in more in alignment with things. But a couple other ways to think about this in your, on your growth to measure this for you, knowing that you're succeeding is realizing that something no longer bothers you. Maybe it was, you know, the cars in front of you used to bother you a lot. And now when it bother when the car cuts you off, it just bothers you maybe 60% of the time. That's huge growth. And eventually it just doesn't bother you at all. Or maybe it's only 10% of the time that it really bothers you. There's, it's not that you thinking that it doesn't bother you. It just doesn't bother you. So therefore there's not a thought just like, Right now, the, the stars or the, I would say the earthworms that are outside my house right now are not bothering you. They're just not bothering you. It's not a thought. That's what happens. That's what starts to go on. You have longer periods of just peace in there because the things that used to bother no longer bother you. That is real deep root work of spiritual growth. There's no energy around it. So therefore there's no energy disturbance. It doesn't bother you. And remember, think about that definition of that sentence for a second doesn't bother you. You are the one that's experiencing it. So you know whether you're bothered or not, but if it's not bothering you, it's not even in your frame of consciousness. So therefore it doesn't bother you. You also start to realize there's no emotion or experience that can hurt you. It's a true superpower. It's that's the real you. Yes, your physical body and things that can happen out there, but the real you can never be hurt. Again, it's just, it's part of that growth that you'll experience on there. It just starts to unfold that way. And it's a gift by the way. It's not going to happen. It'll take take years, years, maybe lifetimes. But that's the whole point of why we're here, which is to do the deep work so that you can walk through this world with absolute freedom, which to me, absolute freedom is being able to walk through the, the world undisturbed. 
So an event can happen. Sure, I may feel the event, but it's not storing it. I'm not using the mind to try to push it away. I'm truly feeling the experience. Imagine not having a heart. Life would be without depth. The heart gives things depth. It gives you the emotions are all part of the experience. You feel them and you let them go. So when good times come, they come. When challenging times comes, they come. And you let all of them in and out. You don't cling or push to any of them. That's it. That's real surrender. So remember, it's relax, release, and act. You first have to be able to handle you, which is what surrendering is really meaning, is that you're surrendering to you. So you can handle this. That's the gift that you get by doing this deep work. So please, thank you for doing this, by the way. I do have some homework for you. I want you to take a, you know, take something that's bothering you today. Maybe an email, a phone call, the way an employee is working. I don't know. Something's definitely bothering you. Take three, four, five minutes. Just really open up to the experience. Really allow the, watch trying to relax your body around the experience. So the experience has the room to work through you. See if you can really feel what it feels like to have that release. Because once you do, I promise you, once you get on this path, and you realize that becomes the most important part of your life is to release these things so you have more inner peace, it's over. It's over. The rest of it will take you the rest of the way. It'll keep showing you and you keep doing the work and then you welcome all of the things that bother you because guess what? It's another thing out and you're just a little lighter, a little lighter. And then you have bigger things that show up and you're just getting and you start to get rid of it faster and faster and it starts to rip all of these little pieces out there. And it'll do it in its time. It's like the natural process of, of a snake shedding its skin. It'll just happen. You know, there's, you know, this relax, release, surrender and act is like sandpaper. It's like constantly rough, smooth, rough, smooth, rough, smooth. It's constantly doing that. Actually, one of the spiritual masters referred to it as your spiritual growth as sandpaper. Smooth, smooth, rough, smooth, rough, right? And that's the kind of process that it goes. It gets longer and longer and smoother and smoother. That becomes your process. So sit with something today. Just really open up to the experience. See if you can truly feel it. Let me know how you do. Thank you so much for doing this work. 